0: it's time now to get the hell out of your life a weekly broadcast with real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope today's show will encourage inspire and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope now let's join our
1: host ron myers welcome listeners so good to be with you again for get the hell out of your life another great show today i have a gentleman Who's from Gulfport, Mississippi, was a star football player at Gulfport High School, went on to college football, and then into the pros. But before he could get to his goals, he had to deal with some real serious hell in his life. His father was murdered when he was only 13, but he made God a promise at his dad's funeral, and he honored that promise years later. My guest is Bryant Lavender from Gulfport, Mississippi. Welcome to the show, Bryant. How are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bryant, and so glad that you are joining me to share your story. Who is Bryant Lavender?
2: Who is Bryant Lavender? Uh, I am a young man who uh, always wanted to, to matter uh, when I was little, and I just, I just wanted to matter. And as I was growing up, my mom, you know, gave us certain things to to depict and you know, I love sports, I always loved sports and um football was my favorite. So uh, you know, I, I that's where I you know, I thought I was going to matter the most. And um, you know, I was a troubled kid. I, I had anger issues. Um, some people call it middle child syndrome. <laughs> but I would I would just, you know, mentally I would just snap on people, um, never really put my hands on people like that. uh, I got in a couple of fights, but not that, but I was just mentally I would just be mad or irate or you know speak out uh show my feelings and uh be disrespectful uh because i i I felt like I was being short ended on certain things, and my dad passed away when he was murdered when I was thirteen. That was when uh everything kind of shifted for me because I was like, man wait, I can't I can't be mad at the world I can't be mad at things I can't hold the anger um, at the world and uh, when I went to church the the week the sun or the day after he died uh, the Sunday school teacher was saying I was talking about the types of love and at that point at thirteen I didn't know what. I was like, "There's different types of love, you know." He talked about the eros, and then he talked about the phileo. Eros is er- er- is erotic love. Phileo is brotherly love. And then he got to agape, which is unconditional love. And so when he when he explained about the unconditional love and how God loves you so much, and you know, no matter what you did, I was like, "Really?" You know, for whatever the reason, it clicked, and I I went home that day and I said, "God, if you could." Show me this uh, agape love, this unconditional love that that he was talking about. I will always hold on to you. And that was the day um, that that my life began to change, and I began began to understand who Jesus Christ was and how big he was and how mentally uh, he could help me get to the man that I needed to be, and and that was the man to live for him. Um, But things began to change that day. That moment, because now I was awakened by the spirit. I was I could see in the spirit realm and just understand what was going on, and didn't think that everything was out to get me. I, I was a part of a team now, and I had angels fighting for me now, and I had God that was on my side now. So that the the things that I would carry on my shoulders, I didn't have to carry as much uh, of, of weight. I could give it to God, and He would. Help me.
1: Uh, listeners on the phone is Bryant Lavender, football player from Gulfport High. He went on to college football, went on into the pros. He's got four books out now. He's been a, uh energetic young uh, individual. So here your dad is murdered at age 13, a traumatic experience for you because your father was a very important role model to you, wasn't
2: he? He was. He was. He um, was. So. You know, my my I always say this uh, to people. My dad was my coach, and my mom was my my cheerleader. So you know, it was like a one-two punch, and it was it was just amazing to have both of them, um, you know, there while we were going through our sports and our activities and extracurricular things that we we did. It was it was good.
1: And when you were playing high school football at Gulfport High and then on into college, you uh, were kind of playing. You were playing for your dad, weren't you? You had made a commitment at the funeral that if God would help you with your career, that you would honor God one day on the field. Something to that effect. Isn't that correct?
2: Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I, you know, I, to- I wanted to. I made a promise to my dad that I would be a professional football player and um after i became you know when i when i became saved and and living for christ um god gave me direction on how to do that and so it was it was phenomenal it was some it was a lot of ups and downs it wasn't easy but when i did you know fulfill what i did i just you know i took a knee in reverence to god and 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 said thank you and i and i told my dad i made it
1: you made it. Now, you went from uh, Gulfport High into college. Where did you play college football at?
2: I played college football at the University of South Alabama. Go Jags. Go,
1: go Jags. Jags. All right. Go Jags. <laughs> uh, now, uh, and then you were, uh, it's time for the pros. What happened with, uh, didn't you go to the Miami Dolphins or uh, to, to um, train, open training camp or something?
2: Um, Well, I got a call a week before the draft, and they told me that I was on their board. And so, with that being said, I was like, okay, great. You know, so draft day came, you know, and and they didn't call me, so I was an unsigned free agent. And I was like, I I cried because I wanted to get my name called like everybody else get their name called, you know, or like you know, uh, selects you and, and then I, you know, I was like, God, well, what do I do now? And I made a promise to God. I said, God, when, every, when football calms down, I will, uh, I write the book that he told me to write in college. And so the book came to the forefront of my mind. And so that's when I published my first book, Mind Under Pigskin, as well as, I and mean, I kept training and, um, on top of that, while doing my, my book being a first time author, there was a lot of things I had to learn. Um, and so what happened was I went to a free agent camp called the Lestini uh, the Lestini camp. And so it has arena teams, Canadian, you know, teams come in to see, you know, players. And so I got an opportunity to, to, to go into training camp with the, uh, uh, the Tampa Bay storm, which is a, uh, at the time of the AFL, the arena football league. Yeah. The arena and football I- league. Wow. Yes, and so I went. I went there, and um, I played, and I got on the practice squad, and I played on the practice squad uh, for a year, and then the following year I signed in the AIF with the Central Florida Jaguars, and then uh, I played that year with them, and then my last year I just played in 2018 with the Triangle Torch in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. But in the midst of all of that, I, um, I published my second, third, my second and my third book on top of that so so you've been you you were a busy
1: little bee. well listen we're going to take a break and when we come back we want to talk about your books how listeners can get a copy of those books i believe you're going to even give a copy away and we'll talk with brian lavender uh finish our conversation right after the break
0: Hey, my name is Kim Binkley. I wanted to tell you about the sweetest little children's book I came across recently. It's called Little Johnny and the Voice of Truth. And I was so impressed with it, I actually bought two copies for both of my grandsons. In this day and age, it's wonderful for our kids to be able to have a story read to them or read it themselves and find out that, you know, God is still out there. God loves them and God holds them in the palm of his hand and everything's going to be okay. Go grab the book. You'll enjoy it.
3: Little Johnny and the Voice of Truth is a children's Children's story about following our God given dreams. We'd like to give you this book for your support of this broadcast. Log on to the promoter.org and click the donate tab. And with any tax deductible donation, we will send you a signed copy of Little Johnny and the Voice of Truth, written by Ron Myers, as a way of saying thanks for your support.
1: Welcome back, listeners. Today, I am visiting with Bryant Lavender. Bryant was a star football player at Gulfport High School, went on to the University of South Alabama, and then went into arena football, pro football, and played. And uh, in the middle of this, he um, was writing books because he has a heart to tell people about Jesus. So, Bryant, you're writing books. Your first one is Mind under pig skin is that correct
2: yes yes it,
1: sir and so you have a vision that you want people to know that there's more to you than there is f- than just football correct
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was the that was the idea that I got um, when I prayed about the book In the name of it. God gave me mine under the skin because it was more to me than just football.
1: Now, speaking of that, there's listeners out there listening right now that uh, that's exactly what they want to do. They've been training since they were at uh, two years old. Uh, their dad, they're going to be the next football player. They're going to get that big contract. Uh,
2: any advice uh, you give that f- person? Play for an audience of one, and that one person is Jesus Christ. So when you play for an audience of one, you'll be able to do things on the field, the court, on the track that, that you didn't think you'd be able to do.
1: Yeah, that's, that's uh excellent point. Now, is there what is the one thing with your dad being murdered at age 13 and all the adversity you went through and you're out there trying to get to the pros and all this stuff going on in your life? What is the one thing the greatest lesson that you learned during this whole time that you could share with the listeners?
2: Prove God right. Prove God right. Um, and, and that is because most of the time as an athlete, uh, you're always trying to prove yourself that you're worthy and that, and that you're, you're able to, to be the big-time player, um, that you're able to PR, um, that you're able to do above and beyond so many things. And so there was a burden on my, on my shoulders that I had to do right. And so that put me at the consequences or that put me at the expense of people's thoughts of me. And I should have proved God right and that I am above and not beneath, that I am the head and and not the tail, that I'm a lender and not a borrower, that I am worthy, that I am a royal priesthood. Um, So prove God right. Prove God right. tell you to do. So, and now
1: you have a heart, you have a heart to go into the different communities and talk to young people, uh, about life. What's the message you share with the, the areas of town you go into, or whenever you go speak,
2: what are you going to do? How do you recollect your thoughts and push forward? You know with the unexpected hits it's it's going to be tough, but you got to ask God, what do I do here? And you don't move until God tell you what to do. If you, if you wait on God, you seek him first, and all the things will be added unto you. So he'll give you the, the direction that you need in order to push forward. And it looks different for everybody. It's not the same. That's why you, you are supposed to gather with a body of believers, and you connect with people who are, who are life-speaking and life-giving to help you, encourage you, and, and, and see you through.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Listeners on the phone, Bryant Lavender. He was a uh, football player at Gulfport High School, went on to college football and then played in the pros uh, arena football leagues. And now he has four books out. He's here in Gulfport and he loves to encourage, to inspire, to motivate people and to share the good news of Jesus. How do people get in touch with you, Bryant?
2: Um, You can get in touch with me on my website, www.bryantlavender.com. Also, I'm on all the social media platforms, uh, Bryant Lavender, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me on that. um, And you can even email me, um, bryantlavender08 at gmail.com. Um, If you're interested for me to come get come to speak or anything like that.
1: Well, that's awesome. Now, Brian, uh, one of the last questions I always like to ask the listeners, somebody out, I mean, the person I am speaking to for the listeners is how do you get the hell out of your life?
2: How do I get the hell out of my life? OK, so first thing I would say is you got to commit to God. You got to you have to be saved by grace through Jesus Christ. And that's the first step. <clears throat> the next step would be for you to find your purpose. And and get and how you find your purpose is getting rid of, rid of your yesterday. So all the baggage, everything that you accumulated over the years, uh, you have to attack those things. Your fears, your worries, you have to attack those things with the Holy Spirit because He's with you once you're saved. And then then that will help you decipher your purpose to help somebody else. And then that then that's when you make a difference.
1: Then you can make a difference. I agree 100%. Now, you wanted to give away a book to a listener out there. How do you want to do that? Have them uh, send you a message on Facebook, or how would you like to do that?
2: They can send me a message on Facebook, which is, you know, Bryant Lavender, uh, or Instagram, which is Bryant Lavender underscore. And now, Bryant,
1: let's go ahead and spell that B-R-Y-A-N-T, and then Lavender, L-A-V-E-N-D-E-R?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Well, Bryant, uh, what a story. We're going to continue to pray for you, continue to keep doing the good things out in our community and telling people that uh, God loves them and has a plan for them. Thank you for joining me today on Get the Hell Out of Your Life.
2: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure.
1: Listeners, we're going to take a break. And when I come back, my monologue, The Worst Day of My Life.
4: Hi, this is Candy Anderson Ferris bringing you a message of hope. Plans. Our bags were packed. We were ready to go. The trip of a lifetime. A check mark on my bucket list, y'all. In just 10 days, a group of friends from church and my husband and I were leaving for Israel, the Holy Land, a place where I wanted to go forever. It was my dream coming to fruition. Baptism in the Jordan, walking where my Savior walked. My husband had studied maps and history for months, and I had packed and prepared for months. We had wanted and worked for this, and then the shutdown came because of COVID-19. Plans changed. My late husband, Lowry, used to say quite often from the pulpit, nothing ever dawned on God. Change is inevitable. Often it's one phone call away, one doctor's report away, one layoff, or maybe it's even a good change. Maybe the answers to our prayer look different from what we planned. There's an old Yiddish proverb that says, We plan, God laughs. But I do know God is for us. His plans are for our future and our hope. His thoughts toward us are precious. So, as sad and disheartened, even broken over changed plans, I know God sees the whole picture. I can trust our Lord because He is a good, good Father. And His Word says... In their hearts, human plan, their courses, but He, the Lord, establishes their steps. Lord, change me and change my heart for your glory.
1: Have you ever had a job that you absolutely loved? I did. After the transition from Ron Meyers Productions into Ron Meyers Ministries in 1998, i landed on christian radio (laughs) yeah kind of shocking to the gulf coast here's a bikini and beer promoter uh, ron myers uh, now on christian radio preaching jesus Uh, that's a story in its own and hey the book's coming out in a couple months i ended up on the radio i loved it 10 years with the radio show i was general manager Everything was going well. We were doing things in the community. The station was very strategic during Hurricane Katrina. We had relief effort coming here, sending teams throughout the entire Mississippi Gulf Coast. It was awesome. But one day, November 23, 2010, I got a call from the office manager that said I should go home and look for a package outside my front door. So I went home. I thought, wow, this is kind of strange. So I saw the package right there at the front door. I opened it. And the only words that I could see were, you are terminated. I'm I'm thinking terminated. Isn't that a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? What's going on? So I sat down in the rocker to finish reading. The corporate suits had decided all the local stations across the country were going in a different direction. And we would be without a job. Now the company was nice, they gave us a severance package, but here is the clincher with this severance package. They would pay us for an entire year, but we were not allowed to tell anybody, the listeners, the newspaper, anyone, we would just literally disappear. So I remember that Friday afternoon telling the listeners, Well, it's going to be a great weekend. I look forward to talk to you again on Monday. They never heard from me again, and it was devastating. There was never any closure. I couldn't tell my friends goodbye. I couldn't tell them that I loved them and that I would see them again. You see, with the the radio station, has the manager, I had an open door policy. People would come by and have coffee, we'd pray for them, We were a community. We loved everybody here on the Gulf Coast. It was devastating. So I was going to have to go back into doing some production. So one day I was sitting in the office and I paused and I said a prayer and I said, Lord, I really don't understand. We were doing so many wonderful things for the community. We were lifting your name up. Why did it have to end? and then I heard that little voice, that voice that has helped me so many wonderful times and I'm sure it's helped you say, Ron, you lost your identity. You went from a child of God with a plan and a purpose to an arrogant station manager that thought he knew it all. In fact, Ron, one time you said on the air, that they would have to pry your dead fingers off the microphone. (laughs) I really did say that one time. It was kind of an arrogant statement. The point being, he was telling me that I was so obsessed with my job that I wasn't tuning him in anymore. I was controlling my destiny instead of allowing him to control the destiny. And then the voice had a question that really kind of put things in perspective. Ron, would you have left on your own? Well, of course not. That was not an option. I was going to be there, remember, the rest of my life. And then the voice finalized that little conversation with, I had to close one door to get you to go through another door. Change is coming. Wow. Talk about knocking me off of my little pity pot. One year later, the worst day of my life became the best day of my life. It still hurts. I miss that job so much. I had so much fun in the community, but I know God is using me for other things. Just like you, friends. With this COVID-19, so many of us are gonna have changes. We may change jobs. We may have to change our locations. Things will never be the same. But remember from someone who experienced change in a devastating way, God was in the middle of the change the whole time. See, God is in the business of strategically placing you and I in the right place at the right time, even though we may think it's the wrong place and the wrong time. So as change comes in your life, and it does, it comes to everyone, Don't get bitter. Don't get angry. Don't get confused. Turn it over to God. You have to. Because, you know, I'm a strong person of faith, but it was very, very hard for me to go through this, even with God. I can't imagine going through it without God. I'd probably be back into drugs and pot and all the other crazy things I used to do. But with God, he was faithful. He was kind. He was loving. He was guiding me. Just remember, friends, that the most devastating times in your life with God will turn into the best times of your life. Have faith. Trust God. He loves you.
3: Ron, will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, listeners, time is up.
1: Thank you for joining me for another edition of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. What about you? Do you need to touch up that relationship with God? Do you have a relationship with God? I'm telling you for, you know, whatever it's worth, this is the time when God shows up and shows off so much more than when times are good. This is the time to just trust God, to, to look at God and say, listen, I don't understand all this, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try this. I'm kind of skeptic. That's okay. Be honest with God And here. Just repeat this, dear Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life. I will commit my life to you. I believe you are the son of God. I want you to be my savior, to be the one that leads me to my destiny. Amen. Now, listen, I have something that I have compiled over the last 20 years. It really is good. I would never give you anything that isn't good. I mean, God is leading me in the things that I do. I have a free ebook. It's called Get the Hell Out of Your Life, a map. To God's purpose for you. It's a short little ebook, 55, 56 pages, but it is a step by step process of how to go from the land of average to the land of God's promises, the land of your destiny. I talk about the destiny zone in there. You know, would you play football in a soccer field? No. Would you play baseball on a football field? No. Well, we should all play life in the Destiny Zone. And I show you through this book how to get into the Destiny Zone. When you were in the Destiny Zone, things are good. It's free. Just log in to the website or log on to the website rather at uh, thepromoter.org. Until next week, this is Ron Myers reminding you, God loves you. God has a plan for you. And when you get the hell out of your life, God will show you something that will blow your mind, your destiny. Today's show was
0: produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real
3: hope.